Section 9 of Mark Twain in the New York Times, Part 3, 1890-1899. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by John Greenman. March 16, 1890. Untitled editorial on the Prince and the Pauper lawsuit. In his decision granting an injunction against the further production of the Prince and the Pauper, Judge Daly points out that there is really no way of estimating the damages which the applicant, Mr. House, has suffered. Mr. Clemens ignored the agreement with Mr. House, which the court finds that he made, and under which Mr. House had written a play and prepared it for production. Although the play actually produced embodied ideas which are to be found in Mr. House's version and not in Mr. Clemens' book, its success does not furnish a criterion of what would have been the success of Mr. House's play. This is one of the peculiar hardships of the case, and one which the legal maxim that there is no wrong without a remedy should be made to cover. In the absence of a remedy, Mark Twain might console himself, although the court distinctly accepts Mr. House's narrative of the agreement and distinctly rejects his own, with the reflection of one of the characters in Mr. Stevenson's wrong box that all is sacred but honor. End of section 9, March 16, 1890, untitled editorial on the Prince and the Pauper lawsuit. Read by John Greenman.